Hi, I'm Beth, and this is my podcast, A Friend in Your Ear. Friends are so important in our lives. They support us through the good and the bad, the ups and the downs. They give us the space to grow and the grace to fail. They are our biggest cheerleaders when we are our harshest critics. They are not just here for us, but they're here with us. And that's what this podcast is all about, being a friend in your ear. I'm a lawyer turned stylist and fashion blogger who built a successful styling business and now I work from home running an online business. I spend a lot of time reading books, listening to audiobooks and listening to podcasts. My favourite podcasts offer me advice, comfort, support, wisdom and fun when my real life friends are busy. And this is a place where I can take what I've learnt and deliver it in a way that hopefully makes your life easier, gives you something to ponder and brings a little joy to your day. Think of this as a chat with a friend, a place where you can come to reminisce for nostalgia, a giggle and a place to find answers to something that might be bothering you. So whether you're out on a run or a walk, on the school run, being a taxi to your kids or grandkids, on a Zoom meeting with your microphone muted or sitting with a glass of something cold in your hand, welcome to the A Friend in Your Ear podcast. Before we start, I'd like to thank the amazing team at 8.8 for editing the podcast. I'd also like to thank Nikki for the music which accompanies the podcast. You can find Nikki on Instagram at 40 Not Frumpy and on Spotify at Nikki Nicola. Knickers. We're just going to take a minute to talk about knickers because let's face it, they're often the first thing that we put on in the morning and the last thing that we change at night. They literally sit with us for the entire day and yet we pay so little attention to them. We settle for cheap knickers that bag and go up our bum, or pay a fortune on expensive ones, thinking that they're going to work miracles, and they just don't live up to expectations. Well, let me introduce you to Stripe and Stare, who make the most comfortable knickers imaginable, and which definitely live up to expectations. Since I discovered them, I've swapped all of my knickers to Stripe and Stare. They come with motifs on them, hello stars and lightning bolts, or leopard print. Stripe and Stare also make bras, loungewear, vests and pyjamas in sizes 6 to 3XL. Their knickers are sustainably sourced from beechwood trees and are described as the world's most comfortable knickers. They're soft, breathable and kind to the planet and you can get 20% off all Stripe and Stare products by entering the code BETHG20 at checkout. Stripe and Stare for a VPL-free, wedgie-free life. Hi, it's Beth here. How are you? I hope that you're having a great day. I'm just going to set the scene briefly before we dive into this week's episode of the podcast. It's 3.23 on a Monday afternoon and my phone has started pinging as it often does at this time of day, but it's got absolutely nothing to do with me. It's just that I get notified when my daughter, who's 14, receives a message or a video to her Instagram account. Now, again, setting the scene just a little bit more, that makes me sound like I'm a really super organised parent with loads of parental controls on and things. And the reality is I've got no idea how it happens. Absolutely no idea. What I can say is that when my Instagram account was hacked a couple of years ago now, it was only because that she... (laughs) had got an illegal Instagram account that I didn't know anything about for her hamster at the time, who I think was Biscuit, which enabled me to set up another Instagram account so quickly. 
I mean, that's how on top of these things I am. Anyway, so at this time of the day, I get all the notifications and the pinging going off because she's got she's in a kind of an Instagram group with her gym buddies. And one of them seems to constantly have calamity going on around her. And she's never really sure quite how it's happened and what is going on. And I love I love hearing her video messages they're absolutely hilarious the scrapes she gets into at school and she's just completely bewildered as to how she's ended up in isolation or why she's got detention or how she's managing to wear the wrong school skirt and is being punished for it even though her mum bought it from the school uniform shop so anyway I'm dying to hear what she's got to say for the day shortly and also yeah now 325 I'll have to go and collect my daughter from school soon and we have a we have a Monday date at a local cafe called the Boston Tea Party Uh, and there's probably I think there's quite a lot of these around the country but we go and have a Monday date and we have a drink and we have a piece of cake we share a piece of cake and our aim is I know last of the big spenders our aim is to try every single piece of cake that's on offer between now and Christmas and to rank them so we've discounted the coffee and walnut because I, I can't do coffee in any way, shape or form. We really don't get on. So that's out of the window. And there was one other that we weren't sure we fancied. Can't remember which that one was now, but everything else is up for grabs. So there's carrot cake, there's chocolate caramel shortbread, there's the brownie, oh, the best brownie ever. There's crumble slices, there's croissants. So yeah. That's where I'm going to be heading shortly. But with that in mind, it means I need to crack on because I've got to go soon and pick her up or there will be trouble if I'm not on time for the Boston Tea Party date. Anyway, in the opening to this podcast, I talk about friends giving us the space to fail. So it's all about having the grace to grow and the space to fail. And so this week, don't roll your eyes. Well, you can if you like. I'm going to talk about failure. It's a hot topic right now. Some people refuse to use the word failure instead defining an experience which falls short of their defined expectations as a learning experience. Other people write books about it and many of you will be familiar with Elizabeth Day's podcast, How to Fail. I remember a few years ago listening to a guest on How to Fail. I mean, I should say I love the podcast, but I do remember listening to a guest on How to Fail talk about their failures and thinking to myself, that's not a failure. If you want a proper fail, I can share some real humdingers with you. And I felt it was a bit like answering that interview question, what is your biggest failure, with the response of something like, I'm terrible at delegating, I like to do everything myself, or I'm such a perfectionist, I find it hard to let go, both of which basically are big fat blows of your own trumpet. So although I'm not going to list all my failures right here, I think I'll save that for another day when I feel a bit more comfortable. I am going to talk about failure. And the first thing that I wanted to say was that the thing that is one person's failure can be another person's success. And really the only person who defines what a failure looks like is us. So just imagine for a moment, if you will, the gymnast who never falls off the bars. I'm using gym as an analogy because it's fairly close to my heart. One, not because I do, I have to say, one fall and to one gymnast it's massive. So the gymnast who never fails, one fall and to her it's massive. Huge failure. But for the gymnast who constantly falls off the bars, one fall to her is a massive success. Same situation, bar routine, same result, one fall off the bars, 
different definition entirely and how each gymnast carries themselves for the rest of that session the rest of that competition the rest of that day whether they carry on with gym or not will be so different depending on how they perceive that fall now if you're anything like me your brain will be going but to the gymnast who never fell off the bars it was a huge failure and objectively it's hard to disagree at first but how you train your brain to respond to, to respond to your own perceived failures is everything. So, for example, if something goes wrong, it can make you stop and take stock and you can then take a different route. So what could be perceived as a failure actually is a redirect and will take you somewhere even better than you were heading before. They can make you learn or research more, in which case they really are a learning experience. They can demonstrate to you that you have more work to do on yourself so that you don't make the same mistake again, in which case they act as a period for self-reflection and self-growth. Or in the case of the gymnast, perhaps they need to change their handguards or practice more. Or maybe it was just one of those things and it's not a failure at all. It's just, you know, life. These things happen sometimes. And so the thing about failure is that it is possible to repackage it in a more positive way. I think we can all see that. The trouble with it is that it is often only with hindsight that we can put a more positive spin on it. And in the moment, it is excruciating. And the reason that it is excruciating is because of the embarrassment or the shame of the feeling that we failed we start to engage in self-attack and in relentless self-criticism. It's that feeling in your chest, you know, that tightness, that heat that you get when you feel ashamed or embarrassed or defective or inferior. And it makes you want to shrink, to hide, to escape. And it's so hard to process and so hard to move through. And that's why so many people don't ever get started with their goals and their dreams or it's why they give up on them. When we get caught in self-criticism and shame, it can just stop us so dead in our tracks. And it's when the spiral or the shame spiral arrives at your door and doesn't leave is when it becomes a really, really negative pattern of behaviour. Now, I'm not an expert on failure or on shame or on self-worth or on anything like that. But I know a few ladies who are and I've linked some resources in the show notes below, which might help you should you like to explore any of this further. So Brené Brown is someone you've most likely have heard of and I've recommended some of her books below. There's also Brooke Castillo, who has a brilliant podcast called The Life Pope the life coach, the life coach podcast. And so I've linked to a couple of her episodes. She talks about everything and she does it in such a way that makes it so relatable and so understandable. And you can learn so much from her that I just think she's a fabulous person to listen to. But as someone who's felt that she's failed and who has had to process shame, let me share a few realizations that really helped me. So first and foremost, and yes, I am being slightly flippant here. As my 20-year-old son often says to his teenage sister in what these days is known as banter, he says, no one cares. And they don't. People are too busy being anxious about their own anxieties or feeling shame about their own feelings to notice yours, however public they may seem at the time. Seriously, people will have moved on if they ever noticed at all, which they probably didn't, within seconds. 
Secondly, and this was a really big learning curve for me, your self-worth is not tied up with how much you did or didn't achieve in any particular situation. Your self-worth is not conditional on what you've achieved in your career, where you live, what you own, what you weigh, what you've done in the past or what you're going to do in the future. Like I say, this was a real revelation to me. As someone said to me, you don't look at a newborn baby and go, right, you will only be worthy when you have achieved X, Y or Z, do you? Of course you don't. Their existence is a miracle and you are a miracle too. And thirdly, there's a real skill in just listening to what you're saying to yourself. Listening to our brain chatter. First of all, being aware that you have brain chatter and then listening to it is an incredible skill to develop. And it's something that we're really encouraged to do. Not only do we need to start to notice it, we need to start to question it. So when it goes, oh, why did you bother trying that? You're no good at that. You're getting too big for your boots, aren't you? Pride comes before a fall. What did you expect? Get back in your box. That's when you go, oh, hang on a minute. What am I saying to myself? Because for years, probably decades, you've probably had this chatter going on and just not even been aware that it is there. And then when you become aware of it and when you just hear what you're saying to yourself, you show yourself compassion, you know, like you would to a friend when they talk about a situation where they felt shame and you pick out the nuggets and reframe them and present the information in a different way. Just try it. It's revelatory and rewarding. And last of all, give yourself some space, some space to breathe to go for a walk or to talk to the moon, to pray, to ask the universe what it thinks, to journal and process and put some distance and time between the event and you and just see what comes up. It may be nothing to start off with. It may take a few days or weeks or even months. But when you quieten down the noise, you can sometimes hear the answers. OK, so that's probably enough for this episode. I've linked in the show notes below to the resources that I mentioned in terms of books and podcast episodes. I hope that you found this interesting. I know it's fairly brief. There's lots and lots of information out there and on failure and on shame. But if you're just kind of starting down this route and just starting to think about these things, I hope that by sharing a little bit of how I perceive it and touching just in very general terms, the things that I find helpful when you're in this type of situation might just help you too and that is what a friend in your ear is all about so you take care have a super day and I shall see you again next week take care and bye for now this is the place where I say all of the things which I should have said during the podcast episode but which I forgot so first of all thank you so much for joining me today I hope that you enjoyed the episode if there's anything that you would like me to cover in future episodes please just let me know if there was anything that I mentioned and that you'd like more details about whether it's a resource or a code for a product just take a look in the show notes I will be sure to have mentioned it there and if you would like to subscribe to the podcast so that you get notified as soon as future episodes are ready then please just hit the subscribe button now thanks so much once again have a super week and i will see you again soon bye for now